0: We are back for Thursday night football. We got the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. We break down the showdown slate $1 million up top on DraftKings in this video. I also make content for NBA DFS, currently covering the NBA preseason. It's been an amazing start to the NBA preseason. If you guys are playing preseason DFS, you can check out my videos on my channel. And then cover content for player prop sites like PriceFix, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Guys, if you're not on Parlay Play, uh, you can use the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus or the code DKDFS. You can go up to 75X your money. It's a player prop site. They have basically all the sports you can think of, and uh, they do have uh, a lot of props up already for Thursday and some props already up for the uh, full week Sunday. So if you guys are interested, again, link is down below. And let's take a look at the total in this game. So right now you're looking at the odd Jam book screen. Uh, average odds here is about 47.5. So there's obviously some points uh, expected to be scored in this one however most of the points are expected to be key be coming from one side if we take a look at the spread the kansas city chiefs are about 10 and a half point favorites at home and to be honest i honestly think it, i honestly thought it would be a little bit higher i thought the chiefs would be like two touchdown favorites so uh if i was betting on this game i probably would lean the chiefs but uh yeah so let's get into the player by player breakdown Oh, also, if you guys are looking for more in-depth content, uh, you can check my Patreon link down below. Cover stuff for player pop stuff. Again, it's been a phenomenal NBA preseason and uh, for DFS. If you're looking for that, link is in the description. DFS stuff, we really focus on building plus C-V lineups, roster construction videos, live streams. Really, really focus in on that. Uh, And, you know, we kind of talk through what the optimal build is and then ways to get different. And, uh, yeah, so if you guys, again, are interested in that, link is down below. Okay, so we'll start off on the Denver side at the top, we got Russell Wilson, 9.6K. We know he's had, you know, kind of a down last couple of years. Here's what I'll say about Russ. He's getting up there in age, but he's still somewhat mobile. You know, two of the first five games so far, he's gone for about 50 yards on the ground. We know this is most likely going to be good game script for the Broncos, meaning they're going to be playing from behind. So they're most likely going to have to air it out. And uh, yeah, reasonable price point for Russ. Obviously, I think Mahomes is safer. But, uh, you know, Russ is coming in at a pretty nice discount, right? Almost like, what, $3,000 or so. A little over three thousand, so uh, like the ceiling there, uh, or like the like the price on Russ, and I do think he still does have a ceiling, especially in a game that he should be playing from behind. Now the top two receivers here are going to be Jerry Judy and and Sutton. If you look at last game, these two did play majority of the game, which is nice to see. So Sutton played uh, fifty four of the sixty three snaps, and ran forty of the forty four routes, and Judy played fifty four of the sixty three snaps and ran forty one of the forty four routes. So They basically. Both those guys ran close to 100% of the routes uh, last week. Uh, like I said, this is a game they're most likely to be playing from behind. Both these guys do have big play upside. We really haven't seen like a huge, huge game from Judy. and um, Sutton's been, you know, he's quiet last week, but he's still getting targeted a good amount. So both reasonable price points for the Denver receivers. I think if I had to pick, I would lean Sutton for $1,200 cheaper, but uh, still have interest in Judy as well. I would assume, probably, I would assume Sutton's going to be a little bit more popular than Judy. Uh, But again, the the good thing here with these Denver receivers is they're rarely leaving the field. Something that you can't say about the Chiefs receivers, which we'll talk about in a bit. Now, the running back situation here for Denver is a little bit murky. So, Javante Williams looks like he's good to go. He practiced fully. Uh, Last week, he missed, and they they had a combination of McLaughlin and P. Ryan. McLaughlin was kind of more the early down back. He played 21 of the 63 snaps, where P. Ryan uh, played 38-63, ran 26 routes. But again, Denver was playing from behind a good chunk of the game, so they kind of leaned on Pirine. Now, uh, again, with, with how McLaughlin uh, looked, like he looked really good and uh, his limited snaps. This running back situation becomes really murky, right? Uh, you got Javante, you got Pirine, you got McLaughlin. I think it could be somewhat of a three-headed monster, like I said, especially the way that McLaughlin looked last week. So I'm not really excited about any of these backs. I honestly think if I had to pick one, it would be P. Ryan, who should be, you know, their pass catcher. Uh, he's running a lot of routes. And like I said, this, is, this should be game script. If you take a look at his targets through five weeks, four, four, three, two, five targets. That's really, really good for a running back. So uh, Williams, McLaughlin, kind of tough for me to get to. I think my favorite back here would be P. Ryan. Now, if, you're, if you think that Javante Williams... It's just going to go back to RB1. He's going to get like all the early down work. And McLaughlin's going to get nothing. And, yeah, you can consider him. But I think the way that McLaughlin looked last week, I think he's going to eat into some of the early down work. And it's just at the price points, it makes it really hard for me to get to eat those top backs there for Denver. We talked about P. Ryan already. Marvin Mims Jr. I mean, what, what are the Broncos doing, man? What are they doing? I mean, no disrespect to Brandon Johnson here. But why is he playing more than Marvin Mims? I mean, I just don't... Coaches sometimes are just so, so dumb. Like, What on earth are we thinking here? Brandon Johnson played 32 to 63 snaps, ran 27 routes, where the explosive rookie in Marvin Mims, only 20 snaps and 13 routes. Brandon Johnson ran like double the routes of of Marvin Mims. I don't understand it. Marvin Mims is 4'6". I mean... He's not out of play, but he feels a little bit overpriced for his role right now against really tilting. I mean, he's not playing a ton of snaps, and he's being super productive when he's out there and a team that's bad. It literally just makes absolutely no sense to play a rookie, right? It makes absolutely if this was if the Broncos were like five and zero or something, then OK, I get it a little bit more of, you know, trying to ease in your rookie. They're awful. Play him. It's just so dumb, right? Like it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Will Lutz will be a low-owned option there as the Denver kicker since they're pretty big underdog. Still viable for tournaments. Broncos defense, I mean, hey, any team can throw a pick six. Uh, I have a tough time clicking them, though. They will be very low-owned, I will say that. Now, a value play I think is pretty good. It's going to be Adam Troutman here for Denver. So he's operating as our tight end one. Greg Dolcich is on the IR. Uh, He is, when did he go down? Oh, he went down in uh, week one. Hold on. Okay, so he could technically return, but it doesn't sound like he will. We'll keep an eye on this. Okay, um, so with Dulcich Troutman, uh, assuming Dulcich is out, then then Adam Troutman I think is a pretty solid value play. He's been operating as the tight end one. With Dulcich out, uh, last game he played fifty seven to sixty three snaps and ran thirty seven routes. So uh, I would have some interest there in Troutman. Now if Dulcich is back. Than, and not limited, then I would prefer Dulcich. Uh, but doesn't sound like Dulcich will be available tomorrow. We'll, we'll monitor the situation there. And then we mentioned Brandon Johnson. I mean, he's out snapping Marvin Mims right now. He's 1.2K, and he's playing a good chunk of the game, right? He ran 27 of the 44 routes. So I think you have to have interest in Brandon Johnson. Uh, it's idiotic from the Denver coaching staff to play him more than, than Mims, but he is right now. He just, he just is. So I think you have to have consideration in... Brandon Johnson, wide receiver five, Lil Jordan Humphrey, eight snaps, four routes. Kind of tough for me to get there. Not really looking to any of the backup tight ends. Whatever a Nate Adkins is, uh, played seven snaps. Chris Manhurst, more of the blocker, played 15 snaps. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to cover there for Denver. So I guess the one piece of news we'll monitor is the status of Dalsich, but it doesn't sound like he's going to be available. Let's move on to Kansas City. Uh, Mahomes, 4.8K, he's expensive, but um clearly the safer quarterback play of the two we really haven't seen like a huge game from mahomes he's averaging like a little over 20 fancy points a game uh but yeah no issue if you want to if you want to get to up there to mahomes i will say in tournaments i don't think he's a must ray right? especially at that price point uh with russell wilson like three thousand dollars cheaper but if you are going more of that chiefs onslaught bill then yeah you're probably going to want to look to Alec like mahomes Travis kelsey 11k so uh, I, I think he's going to be good to go. The ankle sprain apparently was only a low-grade ankle sprain. Um, so uh, he came back last game after rolling his ankle, 10 catches on 11 targets, uh, a touchdown. Obviously, a guy that can look to the red zone. He has three touchdowns uh, through four weeks. So also looks good. And he's uh, honestly one of the toughest guys in the league. So anytime he, tra- Travis Kelsey's a little bit banged up, I just assume he's going to go. So pretty sure Travis Kelsey will be available. And obviously, he's going to look as look, standout as one of the better sped-ups on this slate. Isaiah Pacheco's nine point four k, so uh, he's been the early down guy. Now he is still running a little bit of he's still running some routes too for the Chiefs. So if we take a look at last week uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. It was a competitive game. Pacheco played thirty nine of the sixty six snaps, ran twelve routes. Uh, so yeah, I mean he's still their clear RB one. You will have McKinnon and Ch mix in a little bit, but I have no issue with Pacheco. I think again, if you're going that that kind of Chiefs onslaught build, he would he would be a guy that would make sense would get more carries if, you know, the Chiefs are up by a couple scores. Uh, So, yeah, I do like Pacheco. Don't think he's a must-play at that price point, but uh, is a guy that if you are going for that onslaught build, makes a lot of sense. Now, the price point here in Rasheed Rice, uh, I mean, I do like Rasheed Rice. I think he's a talented wide receiver, but I have a tough time paying 6.4K for him with his role right now. Now, he's arguably, like, he's kind of like a Kadarius Tony of, he's not running a ton of routes, but he's getting targeted a ton out there. So last week, he only played 20 of the 66 snaps and only ran 10 routes. Only 10 routes for a rice. He got targeted five times, though, on those routes and had a touchdown. But at 6.4K, with the, with the, the, with the playing time right now, it, it kind of feels like a fish play, especially if he's going to get, you know, decent ownership. So for me, I'm most likely going to fade. Um, again, I just, if he's running 10, 10 routes at 6.4k. I have a really hard time clicking that. Chiefs defense is five, six. Kind of the same thing. Uh, this slate honestly reminds me of the Chiefs Jets a couple weeks ago. So here's my breakdown of that. Um, everyone is coming from my head for recommending Zach Wilson. I was like, what I said was don't play chalk Chiefs D. And I really like Zach Wilson as leverage spot because the field was going to overreact to the first couple games of Zach Wilson and they're like, oh, he's the worst quarterback ever. Well, what happened? 50-plus percent of people clicked Chiefs defense. They were severely punished. No one clicked Zach Wilson. He absolutely smashed. And I'm not saying that's going to happen tomorrow. But what is most of the field going to do? They're going to build Chiefs onslaught builds, and they're going to click chalk Chiefs defense. So for me, I'm most likely just going to fade. Now, if you told me the Chiefs defense is going to be low-owned in tournaments, I'm way more likely to click them. But I can almost guarantee you this Chiefs defense is not going to be low-owned. So uh yeah that's my take there as far as the other receivers and the chiefs play a lot of guys so sky moore is 5.4k but here's the positive with sky moore he's getting a lot more opportunities he played 37 of the 66 snaps ran 23 routes so of the receivers he ran the second most amount of routes behind uh MVS. you know, he is playing some in the slot he's averaging like four targets a game still don't love the price point but he's playable mckinnon is five two it feels a little bit pricey for his role as well now what i will say about mckinnon is he does come in close to the red zone like the chiefs we know they troll in the red zone all the time they just run those like trick plays and mckinnon's a guy they bring in a lot near the red zone so 18 snaps 12 routes obviously more of their pass catcher i think he's a bit overpriced but not out of play Uh, harrison buckner is going to be a very popular play especially with the chiefs being big favorites i think he's safe uh no issue with him Noah Gray is 4-4. I feel like that's a little bit pricey if Travis Kelsey is in. Now, if Travis Kelsey surprisingly does not play, then I love Noah Gray. But again, I do think Travis Kelsey will give it a go. So I think Gray is a little bit overpriced. But the positive here with Noah Gray is he's running a lot of routes. He ran 30 ran 31 routes last game, 43 snaps. Now again, Travis Kelsey was banged up a bit and did miss snaps. So I think the snaps will go down a little bit for Noah Gray. But he is out there still a fair amount. Now Kaderis Tony's 4K. His snaps went up finally. Um so Kadarius last week played 25 snaps, ran 17 routes. So he ran almost double the, double the amount of routes of Rasheed Rice and is a lot cheaper. So if I'm going to target one of these kind of like gadget receivers to the Chiefs, you know, slot guys moving you know, all over the field, I'm going to prefer Tony to Rasheed Rice. Uh, 4K, if he plays similar uh, snaps this last game, I think he's a very interesting play. Now, MBS, he looks like complete dust, man. Uh, the one thing I will say about MBS is he is playing the most snaps right now of his Chiefs receivers. He ran 30 of the 44 routes. He still is the guy that is running those deep routes as well. So like anytime MBS is on a slate, he can go for like a 50-yard touchdown. So that is the one positive I will say about him. Justin Watson is 2.2K. He tied for Sky Moore at the second most amount of routes. A reasonable price point for him. It's much easier to get to him than some of the other Chiefs receivers that we talked about just because he's way, way cheaper. And he's having similar, if not more, opportunities than a lot of the guys we've already talked about. So Watson, again, 29 snaps, 23 routes. He's still running a fair amount of routes in his cheap. CEH is 1K. You know, He'll most likely get somewhere around, I don't know, three to five touches uh, tomorrow. I think he would be a guy I would look to more in the onslaught build if you're going like a 5-1 Chiefs onslaught and maybe the Chiefs are up like three touchdowns in the fourth. Then most likely CEH is going to be getting some carries there at the end of the game. So... I think he's more of a guy I look to there uh, in th- those type of builds. Justin Ross is six hundred dollars. Uh, you know, he did have two catches on four targets. Look at this: two catches on four targets. Only six routes of the six routes that he ran. He got targeted four times. Um, you know, just a dart throw, large field tournaments. And I think that was it. Blake Bell is the tight end three two hundred dollars. So last week, uh, Blake Bell did play a little bit more with Kelsey going to the locker room twenty snaps, seven routes. But really, again, just a millie maker type play. I think that's it, though, for the Chiefs. So, as I said, you know, the popular build tomorrow, obviously, is going to be the Chiefs' onslaught, And that is, you know, what is the most likely scenario tomorrow is, you know, the Chiefs blow out the Broncos. But, you know, we have to think about it. What if the Broncos keep it competitive? And this is an interesting slate because even though the Chiefs are really big favorites, they play they rotate a lot of guys where they're going to play three backs, they're going to play three tight ends, they're going to play like six wide receivers, so... Um, you know, going, you know, maybe a bit overweight to Denver, I think could make some sense in tournaments. If you think Denver can keep this game remotely competitive. All right, so that's going to do it for the video. As always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you guys all in the next one.